0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional term supply. You're listening to Buffalo Means Business on News Radio 930 WBEN. This is where we hear from the businesses and services available in the Buffalo area. And if you'd like to be on the program, send me an email at randy.bushover at entercom.com. With me, Anthony Amagon Jr., co owner of Amagon Funeral Home. And there is more than one here in the Buffalo area, right?
1: Uh, yes, Randy. Thank you for having me on board today. Um, there's 14 uh, neighborhood locations throughout western New York. Um, we've, we've expanded through acquisition. Um, people who don't have any lineage to take over the business, so we'll come in and take over their funeral home and work with them and uh, supply those services to people in all those various neighborhoods and it's somewhat easy
0: for you because a relatively large family that you have working in this business
1: there's my brother Vincent my dad Anthony senior I have a niece and a nephew who are very much engaged in the business and we have a terrific staff we have people that have been with us for a long long time and a lot of very caring funeral directors that work with us and uh, help us provide the services that are needed
0: And sadly, of course, one of the certainties of life is that we're not going to live forever. So you have to plan for the eventuality of your eventual demise, I guess, for lack of a better way, a more polite way of putting it. And when it comes down to it, that part, that the pre-planning is really important, isn't it?
1: Well, in many facets of life, people think ahead for uh, eventual things that will occur in their life. And... Pre planning, it wasn't invented by funeral directors. It was invented by people uh, of the community who said, Look, I just want to have things organized so when something happens to me, it's done the way I want it to be done, uh, something that's uh, useful and needed for the family. So that's why we're very involved in helping people pre plan. and especially in instances where somebody might be pre-planning for Medicaid, you're allowed to set aside funds um, for your funeral. So that's part of a, um, a government uh, necessity for you to be able to be eligible for Medicaid. And then the rest of the people, they plan because they want to be organized. No different than you would create a will and testament. And, uh, so pre-planning becomes a part of that as far as your funeral is concerned.
0: And as we had talked uh, prior to starting the tape for this particular segment, the decisions that you have to make, there are plentiful, I guess would be one way of putting it.
1: Well, you used to speak with clergy and they'd say I'd rather do a funeral than a wedding because um, it's pretty traditional, but things have changed. So people are doing things that are... Making funeral services more personalized, so people are getting different ideas from different events they've attended. So you go through and, and plan everything. There's a lot of information to gather. We prepare death notices that'll appear in the paper. You discuss all the different options as far as services are concerned. Um, and people especially with cremation on the rise, it gives people an opportunity to schedule things that a uh, a later time where they didn't do that before when it was traditional burials, so there are a lot of things that uh, you need to go through just to uh, make sure it's the way you want it to be. And we've designed it, our process, so that it makes that simple. There's a whole checklist of things we go through to make sure we've covered all the bases as far as uh, what needs to be done, so there's very limited questions at the actual time of need.
0: So one of the things that's pretty important is for the person who is coming to you for the service says, this is specifically what I want, so then there are no questions from the ones left behind as to what exactly was stated in there and what their wishes and desires were.
1: Great amount of documentation. We keep it in a safe place, both digitally and a hard file. Um, And it does alleviate the questions of interpretation. If you can you know you can talk to families and three children may have had a discussion with mom or dad and and the interpretation might be slightly different or greatly different so this this can eliminate that and a lot of times they do it in concert with their children so the children are there with them um, if someone doesn't have children they may have a friend uh... they can also establish somebody there's an interesting thing people can do where they create an agency this allows you to designate some person as an agent to take care of your wishes. So people who don't have extended family or that, we help them with that as well.
0: Talking with Anthony Amagon Jr., co-owner of Amagon Funeral Home. This is Buffalo Means Business on News Radio 930 WBEN. And uh, you talked about some of the services that you provide. I, I think well, people who've had the experience kind of already know that you guys help with the writing of the obituary and things like that. Mm-hmm. But what are some of the other ways that you can personalize a service that people may not be aware of?
1: Uh, what we do today there's um, many people who visit our funeral homes may have witnessed the memorial videos where we take different photographs that different family members may have, and we create a a dVD set to a beautiful uh, background and people select the music they want to be played uh, during that video. So we'll craft a DVD that'll commemorate that person's life through pictures, through music. Uh, We also will post that at our website for any family member to be able to go in and view or friends. A friend of mine passed away a few months ago, and one of the beautiful things I was able to do was go and look at his video. It told the story of his life, uh, and it shared with you in pictures and music uh, his life, things you may not have known or seen before that.
0: And generally, these are what you would call respectful, reflective kind of things. Have you had any kind of uh, wild or strange requests in this regard?
1: Today, nothing is strange or wild. Um, Sometimes you might have to counsel somebody on, maybe if we take this in a slightly different direction, but really people, I think, have an innate ability to understand what will work best. Um, But it's about their personality. You know, music choices might be something um, that for some may seem different, but for that person, that's who they were. So uh, have at it. That's, that's why there's a lot of different genres as far as music, music is concerned, and we respect that and understand that. And that's it's about personalizing um, that service to the person. It's about them.
0: And what about the... Uh pre-planning part that includes payment now is there such a thing as prepayment Uh, obviously I'm assuming you would take like partial payment or how does that work exactly we
1: can do anything from fully prepaid funerals to funerals that are non-paid informational only Uh, the main thrust is to make sure that the wishes are understood we like to attach um, the economic part to it so people are aware of what they would need In many instances, people are just more comfortable having it prepaid. If we do that, that goes into a trust account. Nobody can touch it until a death has occurred and we have a death certificate. Then the funds can be released to the bank. So they're held in trust, uh, very well protected. Uh, so that nobody can uh, use any portion of those funds but people a lot of people will do it where it's it's just informational only and we allow people to come in and visit with us there's there's no cost involved they can get all the information shop if you will a funeral home that way we explain all the different costs people can compare costs many people are surprised to find out that Uh, We can do most anything for them within their budget and according to what they have as far as uh, what they want to spend and cost-wise.
0: And what about the differences uh, between, I don't know, I guess a traditional, if you would, uh, viewing for someone or cremation?
1: Well, cremation, I always like to point out, is a process that occurs um, prior to some form of final disposition the cremated remains are placed in a cemetery, taken home, scattered. Uh, what other people will do when cremation is selected is they'll have other traditional parts of the service. So they may have a viewing with a casket, go to church with the casket, um, and then after that they'll have the cremation and then some form of committal service later on some people will do it in a reverse order where the cremation takes place first they'll have the burial of the urn at a cemetery a, a ceremony or service and then a gathering following so it can it can the steps can change around it's not like it was you know 20 years ago where everything was traditional and you followed the line of course for the services so many different options And people do what they think is comfortable for them and they design it based on their needs Um, many times if uh, somebody has a large family and they say that's all we want to have in attendance and we'll get everybody together um, they'll they'll organize it based on what their actual family needs are and invite people themselves uh, other people uh, many will say look we know a lot of people we want to get something in the newspaper we want to have people come in and uh, be together at a at a traditional wake. And wakes can be done with or without the body present. Uh, that's just again a, an option that's presented to people and then they make their decision on what they'd like to do.
0: Right. So it's not as as difficult or, or as simple, I guess it depending on your viewpoint of picking out a casket to have your loved one put in or you know that decision should hopefully already have been made by the person who's making that decision.
1: Sure. I mean, things have changed. When I was a uh, baby in funeral service, the way it was done is you walked into the funeral home. It was, it was called unit cost. You'd buy the casket. The casket included everything else that we would do. So now it's changed to where you go and itemize everything based on your selections. So it, it, the only thing that's really changed is that it used to be everybody did it traditionally the same way. And in some cultures, that's the way it's still done. In our, in our community, and different things, they're learning different ways that they can do this, express themselves, and share in their loss in different ways.
0: What's the one thing, or are there more than one? Is there more than one thing that makes it the most difficult for you to do your job?
1: I guess um, I wouldn't say anything's really difficult. What we understand is that as times change we need to have the ability to change with the times it's like anything else it, there's a article i read in the harvard business review years ago it was called marketing myopia and it explained how uh, different businesses when they didn't understand change okay would get lost for example um, the people who used to make ice boxes okay didn't understand that their their business was to keep food cold. So as refrigerators started to become invented, okay, they tried to make a better ice box when they had all the resources to be in the refrigeration business. Same with transportation, the the companies that were in the trains when the advent of the airplane came along okay they tried to make train a better option for people to get around in transportation their business was transportation they should have been the first ones involved in the airlines so same with us ours is about caring for the debt and then making sure that things are completed the disposition of the debt okay so that that's taken care of so as things change we have to change uh, to accommodate people's needs and wishes so there's really nothing that's that's hard. You just have to listen, and when you listen, you it, it allows you uh, to do better for the people you serve.
0: Fair enough. Well, it was nice to talk to you and appreciate the time.
1: Hey, it's a pleasure. Thank you so much, Randy.
0: Anthony Amagon Jr. co-owner Amagon Funeral Home. This is Buffalo Means business on News radio 930 WBEN